will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. That's right. Welcome back. If you are tracking an order, you just heard us recast vision for Life After Addiction. And man, today, Bruce, we're talking about... That's Bruce Stanley, by the way. Hello. And I'm Adam Comer. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about a huge milestone that the Lord led us to and through and saw us through it all the way. We're going to be talking about how S2L Recovery, the place that God's called Bruce and I to serve as executives, we just got state licensure. Bruce, why is that a big deal? <laughs> well, uh, well, well, I could just say from our, our side of the street, it's, it's, it's pioneering, really. It's, it's unheard of for a full, full, uh, full Christian program um, to be state licensed. Yeah. And just so everybody knows what state licensure means, it's not a medical licensure per se, but it allows us to bill medically because we have clinical components within our uh, services that the state has recognized and has a has given us credit and, and medical components. Yeah, so we we've got a doctor on staff, we've got a clinician on staff, we've we've got a nurse. We um, and our program has become such that it's recognized now uh, as as program a treatment for addiction and and things that can be billed for insurances and things like that. Yeah, and not only that, the staffing and the services provided, but also it's just a big deal because of the massive amount of um, of physical plant stuff that needed to be done to be up to par. And it's not like we we're – it's not like our facility was in bad shape. It was a very nice facility, but just all of these things that we had to do. So here here's the vision. I'll paint it. You paint it. We felt God calling us. I think we talked about this in another episode. We, we felt God calling us towards this place of licensure, and we kind of laughed at God. That's impossible, right? Not only did we think it was impossible, we were, we were told it was impossible. And here's why. Not that places can't go and get licensure, but we were unwilling to sacrifice Christ. Jesus will be the centerpiece of our of our program uh, and we won't sacrifice. We won't water that down. We won't lighten that. We're not going to have a Christian track that you can go through. We're not going to do that. And so we deemed it as impossible to combine clinical medical with Christ-centered, and we were told that as well. And so we are like, okay, God, we'll be obedient. And as we started marching towards this, it was like God kept making mountains and then making them molehills, everything, every step of the way. So tell us a little of the process to it. Uh, and then I don't even want to talk about just just a couple of days ago. I don't even want to talk about the day that the inspector was on site. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, th- I think the word that comes to mind is that we weren't going to compromise. Um, we were told so many times that if if we came underneath this this type of requirement, um, this type of regulation, that we would have to uh, compromise on our programming. You know, the curriculum, the way that we. Uh, operated from a, a full biblical Christian perspective, and and I don't know if things have changed in the legislature that this window came open, and but it was all God sent because God started putting people in our path that was helping us 
uh, yeah, find and, solutions and for this. And, let me just interrupt you for a second and you keep going. What, one of the, and it was almost like this, it was just a statement to us. And it was so simple. Everyone's like, duh. But it was mind-blowing to us. One person said, this is possible. You need to hire clinicians and medical team that love Jesus and believe the same about addiction. And then you could do it. And we're like, oh, okay. You yeah. know? And like, that's so simple. But it was like, oh. Yeah. And what I mean by pioneering was that, you know, and we've been told this. I don't think I've fully you know, researched it all yet, but right. we're being told that we're the first yeah. uh, to pioneer this as a, as a fully Christian um, uh, program with our curriculum being, you know, uh, non-traditional modality. It's all biblical, scripture-based, and that our doctors and our clinicians are believers and in, in everything we do is from a, a biblical standpoint and we're licensed. Right. Uh, like Adam was saying, most places uh, will have a Christian track or have some component, you know, or, or something that you could choose while you're in this situation. Or they say that they're fully Christian, but then they use traditional modalities. Right. Uh, like, like they're, and I think what that boils down to is they're Christ or Christian friendly. And we're not that we're Christ and Christian Centered, yeah, that's who we are, right? Uh, because there's plenty of faith-based programs out there, um, and so, and there were so many miracles along the way, and and the first one was after that statement, and we we got to a point where we went through, you know, all these policies and procedures that we had to get up to speed on, and we had made a decision uh, years before this uh, that the way we were going to run our ministry was in a righteous way, meaning that we were just, without anybody telling us, without anybody looking over our shoulder, not anybody making us do it, we were just going to do what we thought was the right thing to do. Yeah. And, and the way we ran our program, and that's with the way that we handled medicines, the way we handled our food service, the way we handled our staff, the way we handled our curriculum, the way we handled everything. Yeah, and that's right. And because that just, that comes from a biblical fundamental belief, uh, that as Christians, we are to be righteous. In fact, I'll, I'll just share some scripture with you here. Um, I think this is a very common one that most people know, so I don't want to be cliche about it, but in in Matthew 6.33, it says, uh, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given unto you as well. Now, in the context of what that was being said was the clothing of birds, the the feeding and the protection and the provision that God gives for even the animals on the earth, and that he would do the same for mankind even more so. And and the comment was that if, if we're seeking righteousness, uh, that these things are just given to us. We don't have to worry about these things. Uh, but here's, here's some other ones that come to mind and why we were doing this anyway. It says, to do what is right and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. And that's a Proverbs 21.3. And really where that comes from was a story in the Old Testament and, and Kings when um, uh, the prophet uh, Samuel was confronting King Saul. And King Saul was doing something that wasn't righteous, but he claimed that he made all these sacrifices in the Lord's name in order to do it. But this Samuel said, look, the, the Lord cares more about you doing what is right than whatever it is you got to sacrifice in the process of doing what you want to do your way. Yeah, And and I think a lot of people don't understand that. They, you know, they think Christianity is this all about sacrifice, and and it is. I'm not saying it isn't, 
but the God cares more about the way we're doing things in the, the right way, according to his standards, than, than anything else. And, and everything else just kind of falls into place. So what we were doing was we were pursuing these things. And one of the things we first started learning when we got all these policies and procedures that the state required of us um, to, to be um, compliant with was that we were already doing these things. We were already doing these things, and I remember the first time that we had our our uh, our guy that was working with us, uh, a doctor who came on board to um, basically counsel us, or um, I think the better word for it is consult consult with us on how to get this all done in a, in a period of time. You know, his first impression when he came to the ministry was, "Yeah, you guys are doing way more than what I thought you would be doing, and and this is going to be a lot easier." to get through these policies and procedures because you're already on, on track with a lot of this stuff. Uh, but even when we got to where we were hiring our, our doctor and our clinician, our clinical director, I mean, they were the first people that we interviewed. Yeah, God just threw them in our lap. And it wasn't even an argument. We didn't even have to debate over looking at somebody else. And, um, and things have just kind of worked out that way. So God has provided because we sought righteousness first. We wanted to do everything the right way to begin with. Yeah. And so the, the mountains becoming molehills started off. We put the feelers out there for the clinician, for the medical, and boom, the the resumes start pouring in. All of a sudden, we're setting up interviews, and, and an interview fell through. An interview, we, we had something come up on our end. We had to reschedule, and then finally we sat down with one interview and it was our clinical director, Brianna. We had an interview with our medical director, Dr. Daigle. And I was like, okay, wow, okay, well, that that's huge. But even the aspect of adding them to our team, I mean, we're just going to get into kind of some operation stuff. We couldn't afford to pay a doctor and a clinician. Mm-hmm. And so God put it on their hearts to really, you know, come reasonable with it. But even reasonable with it, we couldn't afford to add those two. And God just kept providing financially. Churches partnering. We had a very successful banquet. First time ever doing a banquet. It was successful. We had um, people who loved the ministry ag- agree to um, loan the ministry money, honestly, an interest-free loan. That's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a miracle in and of itself, mm-hmm. right? And so, and then that's for another day. Even God worked a miracle inside of that. And so then now we're on to the next. And all of a sudden we're finding out we got to do all of these things. We find out we have to uh, put a sprinkler system in the lodge, you know, and just like, what? Okay, that's not. Boom. On the very next day, I'm on the phone with the state of Tennessee fire marshal, like the highest ranking official in the state when it comes to fire services. Uh, and just God's ordaining all of this and setting us up with people that could do sprinklers. And we were able to get that done. And then just, it's just moving along. We found out, you know what, we're going to have to put a septic system in. And that was a huge ticket item. And people kept coming around us. God kept putting people around us and we just kept knocking these things out, knocking these things out. Yeah. And I, I, Looking back now, I mean, this happened Friday, guys. We just yeah. got licensed this Friday. Just a few days. Today ago. is yeah. Wednesday, you yeah. know, and you know, it's still the shock of it's finally happened. is It hasn't really come to fruition, I think, for me anyway. But because I've just been head in it with my um, director of operations, me being the chief operating officer, and how we just daily been doing this for about a year, trying to get this thing done. Um, but you know. I keep coming back to the way it actually happened, which was just a day by day doing the next right thing. 
you know, yeah. and I know that that in itself is a cliche, but yeah. from a biblical sense, it's, it's being righteous, you know, focusing on what's right in front of you, yeah. making sure that you're not compromising on how it gets done and you do it the wrong, the, not the wrong way, but the right way, even if it takes longer to do it, yeah. even if it, if it means a, a, a milestone that has to be accomplished in order to, to get there, something that at the time doesn't seem like even possible. And and I just, I want to read some more verses to you because uh, in Psalm 34, 15, it says, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and he hears, and his ears are attentive to their cry. So even without us asking for things uh, for God, which we did a lot, yeah, uh, there were so many times that we had prayer warriors out for us and you know, times where we were praying in our own closets and, and things for these things, but but God already knew what we needed, and right. He was already in the business of providing these things because we were being righteous. Um, and and uh, and another verse here, He says, "Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up." Yeah. And and that was another thing. That's Galatians not um, six nine, and that's another thing. We just we. Because of the business that we're in, which is helping men through addiction, is that we've already learned, because we're all peers in this thing, because we've all come through addiction ourselves, is that we, we, God has taught us not to lose heart. He, he has showed us. Every time when we thought we were going to fall, yeah. we prevailed. And it's because we didn't give up. And we just didn't give up. We just kept going. Even times... When it's like, oh man, we didn't know about this, and now we got to do this, and, and the number, like financially, the number yeah. was so astronomical. It was like, there's no way, yeah, there's no way we can do this, and then it happened. Yeah, like the the money just appeared. Uh, people came into our lives, and and the the miracles that it, it to me it was more of a confirmation through this entire process of this is exactly what God wants us to do, and because of it, there's going to be a harvest. And we knew from the beginning, it wasn't about making more money. It was about uh, providing more means in which we could help more people. And, and yeah, money is a part of that. Unfortunately, we live in a world where uh, money makes things happen. And to create more space, to to be able to not turn people away who were coming to us that didn't have the out-of-pocket money, but they had insurance, and now we can accept that. And how many more people are going to hear um, uh about about God's uh, great news and about how they can find a path to recovery from addiction and 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 that's the biggest thing that's the thing that I'm singing hallelujah about today because we got licensed and and now we're on to the next thing now we're on to the next thing which is getting joint commissions which is a nationally accredited thing uh, which will help us even further from from a national standpoint and and getting in network with these these um these insurance companies so. You know, part of it's a rat race, but you know what? We're we're gonna play we're gonna play the game. Yeah. You know, Jesus came uh, on this earth, and he didn't uh, oppose everything. In fact, he he told the people. He says, "Give what is Caesar's, Caesar's, and give what is God is God's." Meaning, I mean, you're gonna have to be a good civilian. You're gonna have to do what is required of you here. And we're not trying to be adverse. We're we're trying to comply to everything that they're asking us to do. But we aren't going to compromise in what God's asking us to do. And we're finding that it is possible. Yeah. So what we've called this, we just kind of threw a term out and it's not really official, but we've called it, this is our righteous reach, right? We're trying to reach the nation, nations maybe, with the gospel to break chains of addiction. And just that means righteous, we're going to do the righteous thing. And, And a lot of times that meant, like Bruce just explained, that meant 
gosh, this came to us. It'd be easy to maybe do it this way or this way or no, it says we have to do it this way and it's going to cost crazy amount. And so how did we move on? How we, we sought to do the next righteous thing by seeking the heart of God through his word and prayer and just going for it, no matter what the answer was, this is what we believe is righteous. We're going to go this way. And it was hard. And um, man, let's, as, as we're closing out here in the last few minutes, let's talk about the actual day of the survey, like the actual, what, how that flowed. And then I want to, I have a few things I want to discuss as we close yeah. out, but talk about that. Yeah, well, first I just want to say this, because this kind of, just in you saying what you just said, came to mind in that there's a truth behind what we're saying in our process of getting licensed. And that is, yeah, we didn't give up. Yeah, we didn't lose heart. Yeah, we sought things that were righteous. Um, But one thing also is, this applies to everything in life, is that we didn't sit and wait for something to happen. And, And this, I want to make sure everybody understands this, because whether you're dealing with addiction, whether you're dealing with finances, whether you're dealing with a, a difficult marriage, whether you're dealing with a job loss, whatever it is in life that you're having to deal with, God, God's not wanting you to just sit there and wait on Him. God says, you participate, and I will come alongside you. And so what we did was, well, this sprinkler system is going to cost astronomical amount of money, but you know what? Uh, let's go ahead and see if we can get a hold of Fire Chief. Let's go ahead and, and get uh, an appointment for somebody to come out here and look at the facility. Let's go ahead and 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 see what it would cost to do this, this, or that. And let's talk to this guy, and let's get with the, the state, and let's figure. And by doing that, which is what we could do, God provided all the other stuff. And that's my message to everybody is that's the biggest thing I learned in all of this is that God's plan is never for you to sit and wait on him. Yes, he does want you to depend on him. Yes, he does require of you to wait on him in patience because when you ask, he will give. Uh, But he also wants you to participate. That is the biggest misnomer, I think, that people think of Christianity and our salvation, our relationship with God. It is a participation relationship, not a you do everything and I sit here and receive it all. And, And we just employed that. In, in the process of getting license. Yeah. Now, when it comes to the, the, the person showing up uh, Friday, last Friday, to get our first inspection, um, yeah, she shows up. And you're talking about a person uh, who goes to hospitals. Any, anybody who goes through a licensure process, um, which could be hospitals, which could be nursing homes, which could be right. clinics, could be anything, right? And so she's not always just going to addiction recovery homes and, and licensing people. In fact, given our size, she probably rarely goes to places like us. Right. And, you know, the day started out with, you know, her being skeptical. You know, we're, we're a lodge yeah. in, on, 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 a, on a mountain in, in uh, middle Tennessee, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, uh, in Woodbury. And, you know, everything looked good. I think she was a little surprised that there were so many uh, chiefs that are, you know, waiting to uh, introduce themselves to her or, Everybody, the executive staff, including our doctors and all the stuff from there. But, and I think it just didn't meet her expectation of what she thought was she was going to be involved with. But as we walked through the house, as we looked at everything, you know, she became more and more aware of, of how righteous we had been and the way we've been uh, uh, operating. Not just 
weeks before she got there, but for years. I mean, we've been in business for 13 years. Yeah, 14. Uh, 14 years. And that's right, New Year. Um, but as the day went on, you know, she became more of an advocate for us. And it turns out she was a believer also. Um, and how things just seemed to just all fall in place by the end of the day. And not that she was making compromises on what she required of us, but that she just became pleased at what she was seeing that I think didn't meet her expectation. Yeah. Uh, and over, over, she kept saying, you guys are over prepared. You guys have over what is required. And, and that was just awesome to hear. Yeah, she was. And you can almost just see the Spirit of God working on her heart, softening her heart as the day went on. And it was because she's, she, she saw these guys are serious. They care. Uh, and they're not gonna. They're not. They're not just a a place, you know. Mm-hmm. They're not just a place. And so, from what what went from didn't look like it was a good sign to um, all of a sudden at the end of the day, giving us the license that day after looking through policies and procedures and some minor ad- adjustments, and we're we're filing for a waiver. She bent over backwards to help us. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she believes in the vision and mission of S2O Recovery. That was really cool, man. And so just to kind of close it out, there's a scripture I want to read, but as we were not going to compromise, as we were the righteous reach, that that meant we're not going to compromise Christ, um, which meant also we're not going to compromise the way that we love guys. Like you hear love all the time, like, well, I don't love you. And and, that, and I think that's uh, – alumni always say, man, there's just a different feeling on that hill, that hill. And it's because Christ in our hearts causes us to want to love and show – I want to show this love of Christ. I want to love you like Christ loves uh, the church, as it calls a man to love his wife, I guess. But, but just show this, hey, you're not damaged goods. You're a bloodstained child of the kingdom if you're a believer. Yeah, you're more than a conqueror. You're not what you've been told or what you think about yourself. And as we just committed to doing that, committed to doing that, looking back now after receiving this license, it's just like, okay, I get it. And, and scriptures like yeah. Proverbs 3 where it says, um, let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart, so you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understandings. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the fear the Lord, and turn away from evil. And I mean... There was a lot of times it was scary, man. In our own minds and our own understanding it, it seemed like this was not going to happen like man that oh, yeah. or if it was it was a miracle had to take place but we didn't lean on our own understanding we trusted that god called us to it we trusted in what he said we trusted that we're called to be righteous and man he made our path straight yeah so adam i'm i guess i want you to close us out with with this because uh, to our listeners you may be Asking yourself, why is this important to me? I mean, because it just seems a lot of introspective um, uh, talk, you know, maybe even patting ourselves on the back for what we did or what God did, which is okay too. But why does it really matter to those who are listening? Why does all this matter? Yeah, man. So, I mean, when she, when the lady, the surveyor said, you're going to get your license today, I, I just, I said, hey, I need a minute. And I went outside and just began to weep. 
um, try to keep it private, right? I don't cry well. Um, it, it matters a lot because one, it's obedience of what we're called to do. Uh, on a big scale, you've heard our vision. If you've listened to it, we believe God's going to bring revival through it. But also, this is an epidemic in our country, and the the way our country is going about it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, look at success rates. Look at the deaths. Look at the – it just doesn't work. And what we do, not because of us, but because it's not a surprise to God – it, we're seeing success. We're seeing success. And getting this license means that our our field of reach is now even larger. After the accreditation that you talked about, which is the next impossible thing that doesn't seem like it's going to happen, but God, but God. And after that, our reach is going to be massive. And you know what? We've kept really good notes on the process. Our vision is to train other places to to do this and really end this epidemic. It, that's why it's a big deal. It's a big deal because now we're up there. We're licensed the same way as the one the passages of Malibu on TV is licensed, right? We have the same credential that they do now. And we're the David with the slingshot. You know what I mean? Amen. That's what I mean. Well said. So that's all we got. Licensure is a big deal. You could hear it in our passion, in our hearts, in our voice, but that's all we got. Life after addiction. You better believe it. You better believe it. Life After Addiction is a production of S2L Recovery. If you have any questions you'd like answered on the podcast, email them to info at springtolife.net. That's info at spring, the number two, life.net. And for more information on addiction recovery, visit s2lrecovery.org. Scripture and brain science agree. Meditating on God's Word transforms us and reduces stress in our lives. I'm Jody Nisnik, host of So Much More, Creating Space for God, a scripture meditation podcast. And each week I give you space to hear God's Word, listen to the Spirit, and pray about what's on your heart. And then we have a thoughtful conversation with guests to help us go deeper. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.